everybody welcome back to the toncast this week my name is john keating i'm your host as always uh and i am welcoming a very very special guest uh first time on the toncast uh so this is very exciting uh please welcome to the toncast our very very special guest two varies in there hey hey john thanks for having me on your show this is very exciting (laughs) good i've wanted to do your show for so long you know know, and I i thought you know, maybe because, I, you know, I'm not on TV that much anymore that maybe you'd lost interest or. Who is these days? Really? <laughs> no, I, there is no TV to get on. Yeah. No, no. I mean, commercials, is, yeah, you, maybe yeah, you yeah. get lucky it's, enough it's, to get a commercial, but that's all that's out there. Not me. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard. I feel people, like I've just lost uh, my yeah. commercial mojo. I, I, I don't get a lot of auditions, but I mean, there aren't a lot uh, at this point uh, anyway, but. I would feel like, doesn't it seem like that? Um, it seems like with commercials, they kind of go. In yeah. They kind of come in waves. I mean, there's always the Did end you? of the year wave when they're like suddenly mm-hmm. making a ton of commercials. So they reach their, uh, their, their quotas. Cause I guess the corporations, sure. if you, if your advertising budget, uh, comes in lower, they don't reward you for that. They go, okay, so that's all you need. And then they lower it next year. So then, then they're like, at the end of the year, you're like, let's buy commercials. Come on. Yeah. And a lot of them don't air, you know, it's sort of a crap that, shoot. Yeah. No, exactly. And well then, yeah. the and then there's right the Super Bowl. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, that, that's actually very similar to when I was, uh, when I was touring standup and doing a lot of colleges that the reasons colleges were great to do is because they would pay you really good money. I mean, you'd make like a minimum of 500 bucks for a set, a minimum. Yeah. And the average, I think the average was about like seven fifty to a thousand dollars a set, you know, like it was really good money, really good money because of that, because they had an entertainment budget they had to use. And if they didn't use it, then they get less the next year. I feel like every business is like that in some ways. If you if you're too good at your job, then they're like, "Oh, great." Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, maybe that explains why a lot of the stuff they they put on at NYU I was there was like, "Who's this for?" Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, they have to like I like it all. Yeah, I like Tito Puente fine, but you know, I'm I'm a freshman in college, and I'm like. Tito Puente, what, what, what? Yeah, how did he get? How did he get that book? Who's his agent? And and <laughs> I feel like I was often the person of who's this for? Well, as long as you're funny, I mean, if you get in spots, that's great. They got comics at NYU, like like uh, famous ones. Uh, oh, there's my son. He's leaving. Bye, son. Uh, bye, Dad. Uh, do you want me to pick up some bird seed for the uh, man in our basement? No. What are you doing? Get out of here. He's safe <laughs> in the car. Driving. <laughs> How you feeling um, about that? Good. He seems to be taking to having a license and, and independence very well. Um, and he's a he's a safe yeah. driver. Um, you know, he's got his things that he needs to work out uh, as he gets better. But um, I'm mostly uh, terrified because he takes our 2002 Civic. He prefers yeah. driving it. But if that thing gets in an accident, that we're down to we're we'll be a one car family at that point, and that's going to make life very difficult. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, we have a, 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 a twenty twenty two a Honda Accord Honda Hybrid Accord. Uh, we used to have two oh, okay. two thousand two Hondas. One was an Accord, and one was a Civic. And it ran great, but that's what happened to that one. When we first moved out to Simi Valley within like six months, Hill got rear-ended by a lady who, uh, who like she, the lady's excuse was, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, my mother's really sick. I'm very upset. And 
I'm like, then why the fuck are you out driving? What? 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 <laughs> Stay the shouldn't you be home? Thing? Like, or take go care of your, your mom. mom. Stop. <laughs> but it's and the car ran fine, but because it's an yeah. old car, the insurance company told it. So if we had wanted to fix it oh, ourselves, yeah, then yeah, it would have been a, a what do they call that? Um, not reclaimed, but uh, rebuilt. Salvaged. It'd be, it'd be a salvaged vehicle, and the, the, the oh, okay. They, they but they wouldn't insure it. Oh, okay. I was just curious what the difference was between if he gets in an accident with this car, he gets in an accident. Well, that's. I mean, I've been encouraging to take, which is funny. I'm like, you should take the new car. Yeah. That we're not done paying for yeah. yet. You should take that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's always the way too. Like I, when I fin- I get my mind's like a 2007. This is the glamorous <laughs> Hollywood lifestyle that people often talk about my 2007 <laughs> Corolla. Uh, and it does, it runs great. It runs, it runs great. You know, it's like, wow, I'm, I'm not a big car guy. So I'm like, I'm fine as long. And I barely drive it now anyway. So I think I'm still in the same tank of gas that I've had. Like, yeah. I know a friend months. of mine, um, you know, because he works out of out of out of the home like you do, he uh, got in an accident like a year ago, and his car uh, was totaled, and he just hasn't gotten a new car. If he has to go anywhere, yeah. just Uber. Yeah, because it's like he generally just, doesn't have to go very far. So yeah, yeah, I would think that. Yeah, then yeah, for sure. But I mean, we need a car because he'll, you know. I have to drive very far and yeah. he'll need, he'll commute every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She has to commute. And then, and then obviously. Yeah. Something. Yeah, exactly. So we can't live without cars. Although I wish I could. I mean, I wish that the train system was more intricate out here. I would take trains. Oh yeah, totally. I did that back in Boston. I used to oh, take yeah. the subway all the time. I used to take the, the subway. In, yeah. It's awful in the oh, summer. Yeah. Well, the New York subway is worse. I mean, the New yeah. York subway. It's so yeah. gross oh, in yeah, the summer. Yeah. It just smells like piss. Yeah, Boston's bad, but they, Boston has a lot of really clean subway stations. I feel like. Yeah, they're not, it's not. It's not that bad. Uh, the 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 thing that I that I hated was I used to work in uh, downtown Crossing, and uh, it was right by. Uh, it was right up Summer Street. So like the summer and Summer Street during the winter time is a total oh. wind tunnel. And I would I would walk up Summer Street and the wind would pick me up and push me up the street like I could feel it. It was so it would like that like little quarter of a mile walk up to the building was then to just a job I just absolutely hated. So it was just it was just awful. I know I remember uh, like you know on the holidays I would go you know catch a bus or a train to come back to Massachusetts to visit my family. And like in the winter time, and I had like this huge army duffel bag. That's just what I carried my shit in. And it was college. So it was basically full of dirty yeah. laundry that I was lugging to New England. So <laughs> and you never know when you're going to need that or when you're going to find it, <laughs> well, you know, a washing yeah. machine. Well, going to laundromat <laughs> is such a pain in the ass um, in New York too, because it's so crowded. <laughs> Every laundromat is crowded. Um, but they're like just the frigid cold as I was walking, you know, to catch a bus and the, the wind blowing in my face. I was so chapped by the time I got to the bus. Very chapped. Yeah, I can imagine you were, yeah, yeah. Because you're kind of chapped. Well, it's, it's, a ginger, yeah, it's easy for me to go. <laughs> you're coming in free chap. You're coming. <laughs> I cover my face in chapstick, the whole, but the whole face. I just I just the rip off yes, you know yeah, the top case. of the thing and just rub it all over my face like it's yeah 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 they should bring they should have a chapstick <laughs> and a squeezy or a, those uh, like sunblock spray bottles you should they should have them yeah exactly yeah yeah you just spray it down have a bit of spray <laughs> before you go out I thought it'd be a good idea I like that how long were you in New uh, York for yeah just for I was there I mean I was there a little after college so about five years I was in New York. And yeah, did you do theater there? Yeah, I sure did a lot, yeah. a lot of theater. Um, I did the freshman year. You're not supposed to do theater uh, at NYU. Um, you're only supposed to act in class. Um, but I would, I would sneak off and do 
place because I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that? That's stupid." And I did stand up. I did stand up. What was the reason so you got me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. I, I started doing okay. stand up in high school and did it through college until after. And in New York, I just got I just got tired of it. It was just it was a slog. Uh, oh yeah, totally. I um I've only performed in New York a couple of times. Most of my you know, I start I started doing stand up when I was nineteen. And uh I uh mostly stayed in Boston. Which is a good that's the town of doing it, because that's obviously where I started. It really in is my senior year in high school and it yeah. was uh it was so fun. I mean, especially I used to go to Catch a Rising Star in Harvard Square. Oh yeah, Catch was great. Yeah, Catch was a great room. Um, you know, Nick's Stitching. and, and, and did you did you, and, and you play can actually stitches? Make- Oh yeah, yeah. Stitches was actually was that the fir- no no the first the first the first gig I ever did was a benefit show at Giggles, uh, Giggles. on Route One. I love comedy comedy name comedy club names. Are Giggles, <laughs> Giggles and Stitches and <laughs> Ha Ha Huts and and Holes and I know Catch and Rising Star by comparison <laughs> is a much uh, uh, nicer title for a name. And it also kind of like it, it kind of played into the style of comedy there. It was always yeah, that's true. It, it wasn't like a lot of dick jokes. It wasn't a lot of like you know poo caca jokes. It was it was a lot of you know like Dana Gould was a big catch catch a rising yeah. star guy and and, and uh, you know did the cross cross comedy. Yeah, the first time I did stand up, uh, David Cross was there. Out of there. And he yeah. did a set and then he did his cross comedy after. Yeah. He was the only comic. Yeah, he was the only and guy who was nice to me. Oh, that's wow! That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. what people always say because I guess maybe he's kind of a dick. But it, like at all, like I was a kid, you know, and most of the people were there. Yeah, you know, because I told people in my high school I'm doing stand up, so most of the people in the place were there to see me. Yeah. So the you know, and I had a killer set and all that, but the other comics were comics were very sort of. They were poo-pooing me, and they're like, oh, this kid's bullshit, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Why? You know why? Because yeah, yeah, and I did well and better than any of they as far as audience reactions. Exactly. But David Cross so came like, to oh, me, and he's kid. like, don't listen to them. They're fucking assholes. You keep, oh, keep that's really nice of him. He yeah. was very uh, supportive. Yeah. No, that's really nice. I've, I've met um, – th- one of the reasons I don't do stand-up did not enjoy hanging out at clubs after 15 years. I was just like hanging out with oh, just yeah. comics at clubs and just like, I mean, it, it, like you said, yeah. it's a slog. What, one of my biggest pet peeves with, with that was uh, <laughs> like how like standups, they would be friendly to me. And this is in New York more after I was sort of, they would see me in the clubs regularly and they'd start up conversations with me, you know, like small talk conversations, but then they'd sneak in, material into the conversation as a way of oh, testing yeah. their jokes. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah. And I can always, but it's like, yeah, yeah. if you want to bounce a bit off me, don't try to trick me into just say, Hey, yeah, I got a yeah. bit. Would you listen to it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's nothing like, there's nothing like going on a road trip with, with other comics and it's, are you in another comic? And they're just bouncing <laughs> bits off you the whole time. Like, dude, can I just have like a regular conversation? We need to, does everything I do? I miss some of it. I miss, I miss, I miss the shows. Um, I really, especially in New England, I really enjoy doing, yeah, gigs, you know. Um, but uh, but I don't, I don't miss the other comics <laughs> for the most part. I still have some friends that are comics, but but very few. I had the ones very. Yeah, very curated in the, list. In the 90s when I was in New York, <laughs> I had the ones that, you know, I liked. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, they were nice people and, and down to earth. But most of them I I, I didn't, uh, you know. And a lot of them are famous now. And I'm like, meh. Oh, oh, yeah. Almost everybody I started out with is like, like I started oh, out yeah. with Bill Burr, you know. Bill and, I, and Bill would go, like, dude, you got to hang out at the clubs more, man. Blah, yeah, blah. you should have listened to him. Now you did Star Wars, and I'm sitting here watching it. Doing Star Wars and screaming about cancel culture. 
What's with yeah, this cancel, cancel culture? culture. Uh, oh yeah, my 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 uh, you know class of comics, uh, for lack of a better term, was me. It was it was Bill Burr, uh, Gary Gullman was in around then. Uh, Dane Dane Cook was like a year or two before me. Um, uh, <laughs> Patrice O'Neill was around that time. Um, I think there was a couple other people that like kind of kind of made a good good name for themselves. But yeah, it was kind of crazy. And then it was like, and then you're like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I and you know, I didn't stick with it all that much, so I, I'm I'm fine with yeah. that. But yeah, the I used to see Mark Maron all the time. Uh, Sarah Silverman, yeah. David Tell. This is in New York. Um, um, yeah, Rick Aviles. <laughs> I would see a lot. He he was one of yeah. the comics I really liked. He was he was a really nice guy. Um, and I was surprised when he was a comic because to me he was that actor who was in Ghost and Godfather Part Three. Um, wait, who's he's he the Ghost? he's the bad guy? I mean, not the head bad guy. He's like the the oh. murderous. Guy who's hired by the bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, because the bat, the the head bat, the uh, lead bad uh, guy. Aiden Quinn, uh, not Aiden Quinn, the other guy, Tony Goldman. No, no, it's a guy from like the. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's isn't he like on like the? Wasn't he on like? Yeah, the, he's in a lot of stuff. I don't know how he got his work. That guy yeah. with the last name Goldwyn. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's amazing. It. it's amazing. It's amazing. It's good. It's good that like <laughs> newcomers get. New <laughs> get a get a shot. I used to get him and like I saw, Aiden I Quinn thought... mixed up all the time because they were both working and they always played bad guys oh, yeah. and they were both Nepo babies. So uh, I just got them. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. They're all. Oh, that's true. I never thought of Aiden Quinn, but yeah, yeah that makes sense. And but and they were in movies I really liked. Like Aiden, Aiden Quinn yeah. was uh, the bad guy in Stakeout. Yes. Yes, I remember Stakeout with uh, yeah, 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 Richard Dreyfuss. I remember uh, after Stakeout, the, the, the best news I got was you know they were like they reported that Madeline Stowe had like a sex addiction, and I was like, oh, great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I great. What if I get to work with her? Now you're plotting, calling your agent. Like, can you make sure that like, make sure that you yeah anything with Stowe projects that Madeline anything. Stowe is in. Anything with Stowe. Go. I want to go Stowe heavy on the submission. Just the idea that I I could call my agent and say, "Hey, put me in stuff with these people." It, it, like, right, right. <laughs> what are you? What? Todd? Todd? Who is this? Um, <laughs> I um, I I just saw recently within the past couple of weeks. It was, there was a going back to the Nepo baby. There was a, a, a tweet by um, Bryce Dallas Howard explaining, giving tips oh, on how to fuck. make it in Hollywood. Not one of the tips included. My dad's a really successful director. <laughs> and after, not, not even mentioned, like not even like it was even like, hey, by the way, I had some, you know, I obviously had some help along the way and privileges that other people don't have. And just no, just a total lack of awareness of like, yeah, I was in this drama school and I didn't, wasn't working out well. So I changed, went to another school and it really, and then I found my people and that's really what you got to do. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I think you, you were, were born with your people. I think that's, <laughs> you're born. <laughs> your people birthed. You. I love when, yeah, I love when Nepo family. babies, cause they do, I feel like she did at one point, like they get defensive about their Nepo <laughs> Oh, very much so. Yeah, she did, and Jamie. Yeah, Lee and it's did. like it, it's. I remember one, like I can't remember which of them said it, but it's like at most you're just you have a foot in the door. You know, you start with a foot in the door, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" Like the rest of us have to push the door open and jam our foot into the door, and it hurts. Like you're not born right, with your foot right. in the door; you're born on the inside, and all you have to do is not be a yeah. fuck up, and you'll you'll be fine. And even if you are a fuck up, you'll be fine. Exactly. Charlie Sheen, that dude's a fuck up and he's rich. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've worked with him. Um, I'm sure. No, he very is. nice guy. I'm sure. He's super, super super nice. nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. I was, I'm sure he's the only nice person in that family well, yeah. and probably why he's such a fuck up. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Like, and also too, like, well, you you know, I just you just get a foot in the door. Yeah, but you're getting a foot in the door for like leading roles in studio films. You're not getting a foot. In, you're not getting a foot in the door. Yeah. Like when was your last like under CBS. five, Bryce Dallas? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, your foot in the door does not include, you know, day player rates. You know, you're li- go- literally going out for Warner Brothers features or Marvel movies. You yeah, know? you're you're cutting your teeth on M. Night Shyamalan movies. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, learning yeah. your craft on the go. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm I'm sure you're not doing a lot of a- AFI. <laughs> well, it's the last films. time you worked for yeah. free. Uh, Fucking made it by yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I, you know, I try not to get mad at Nepo babies. I like some of them, you know. No. Um, yeah, it doesn't mean they're not talented. I, I've never said you know, but it's just you have to acknowledge you ha- of how you had the ability to get where you are. And then you still have to take advantage of it. Yeah, you still have to do work. I'm not. No one's suggesting that Nepo babies don't do work. But what we're saying is they're getting the work right. that we want, not because of their qualifications, yes, but because they're fucking nepo babies, right? And some of the, and most of them, yeah, exactly, aren't very good. It, you know, I acknowledge when they're good. I acknowledge when they get good, and they get, you know, like some people yeah. just get better. Some people stay the same. Uh, you know, every time I see Scott Eastwood, I'm like, he cannot, he cannot stop getting work. And it doesn't matter. His performances yeah. don't clearly yeah, don't he's matter. Like he's he looks like fucking Clint yeah. Eastwood, so he keeps getting work. Right. Yeah. But then you have like a yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, and 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 Colin's definitely somebody who got. I think he's gotten better as he's aged. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he definitely has. He's kind of aged in the parts he's plays. He's. Re- I really. I like like when I see him in something, I look. Forward yes, to I, I I do in, enjoy uh, uh, his work. Although honestly, when he first started, I was like, "Fuck this guy!" Oh, of course, because it was Orange what was the first movie like, that Orange this, County one? Fuck him! Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm not in yeah, that. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he, and I have orange yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. How did I not? Get... Yeah, you have orange hair, and no, and you were you were doing like you know. You had your blast from the past right around that time. Yeah, was right, come right on, there. everybody. You're you're already in that that genre. Of yeah, film. exactly, exactly. I've I've already worked with the best people. <laughs> exactly. What did you get your SAG card? I got my SAG card SAG? via Taft Hartley, that <laughs> union busting legislation, mm-hmm. um, uh, for a regional commercial. Uh, for Pacific Bell, directed it was for okay. uh, three way calling. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. I love trying to explain call. You know, like th- things like you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Look at the time it was like, oh my god, you can talk to two people at once. Holy shit, this is technology. We're yeah. we're gonna go go to space. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was directed by uh, Jesse Dillon. Uh, oh, okay. One of Bob Dylan's kids. Who was who was very fun. It was a very improv yeah. set. But I was basically cut out of the commercial. I mean, not entirely. Uh, it was enough that a photograph of me appeared in the commercial and my voice was in the commercial to get me, you know, the residuals. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't completely cut out. But we did all this crazy improv and stuff. None of it was in the in the final. None of it was. <laughs> Commercials are so weird. I find them to be like, especially commercial auditions. Like you go and they're like, "How about yeah. you write the commercial? <laughs> do one take with the script that nobody likes, and then do your second take, and just do whatever yeah. you want with it. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Make it your own. Find a tag. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Find the tag so we can use it with someone else that, that comes in. I've had that happen. Have you had that happen where, where you've made it, you've done a, a tag or, or like you've done something in there that you know yeah. is uniquely you and you didn't book it, but you ended up, but see, you know, you see whoever did. I was, it in I, because of stand-up, I was already, <laughs> I was already familiar with that um, 
feeling because I had yeah. many jokes from my minimal sets lifted and I would see them on Comedy Central because, you know, that was when, like everybody was getting sure. their sets on Comedy Central. I, I thought people oh, of do course. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a race. To who I, yeah, well, mostly it would, I, it would make me mad because it was like, well, now I can't fucking do that joke anymore. Like, you, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like a... a and they always take the funny thing. They always take it from newer yeah. comics who are just trying to put together a decent because they can get yeah because they can get away yeah. with it. Yeah, they can get away with it, and they'll get it on TV first, and then people will know it is their joke. And then meanwhile, you're struggling. You're that going, was that my was best. Like, yeah. you know, two minutes of my act, and now yeah, I don't know what I got. Nothing else. I had uh, I Dane. Uh, I guess I'll just say it. Dane, Dane uh, did a joke. Um, and then when I opened for him, he asked me not to do the joke because it was too similar to the joke he did. So you get, <laughs> so you do get that. Yeah. You do get that. You know, there's the famous stories of uh, of Robin Williams, you know, who was just a right. sponge and just would hear stuff and just regurgitate yeah. it. And so I, I sometimes I don't think it was even malicious. Like, I don't. I yeah, I think because his skill. brain, his cocaine-addled brain, was just spewing stuff out so fast. I mean, you watch his old stand-up. Exactly. You know, I, yeah. When I was a kid, um, my grandparents got me a subscription to like VHS tapes that would come once a month with like stand-up stand-up specials. Oh, wow. They were very fun, and one was. Uh, there was a whole Robin Williams set, but I remember thinking it was really funny. But when I thought about all the things he said afterwards, I was like, what did any of that fucking mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. It was just, yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's just, manic. I, he's one of those guys I always liked better as a serious mm-hmm. actor. Um, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah. That's a great Fisher movie. King. Yeah, with him and, and Jeff Bridges. And it I like it. I love him in that movie because it gives a place mm-hmm. for his mania. Mm-hmm. Like it's a totally it's a that character has a real reason for being as manic right. as Robin Williams is. And and then in the the softer moments of it, it really hits hard because of I think you can say that same is. thing um, but about yeah. how he was written in Good Morning Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. It yeah. was a great yeah, character for his manicness. Uh, not so much, you know, the survivors. Yeah. And, and not so much. No. Moscow on the Hudson. No. Mm-hmm. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Moscow on the Hudson. Uh, even World According to Garp was a little. It didn't yeah. feel like his movie. It it is so interesting it's, though. Like, You're right. He like worked better in the dramedy arena, and then that turned. I love him in Goodwill. Yeah. Hunting. Yeah. He's good in that. I, I don't like that movie, but he is good in it. Um, yeah. Uh, the one thing I do like about that movie is it, it felt like the first movie that I had ever seen that mm, felt mm-hmm. like Boston. Because usually most movies that were shot, in, that were tech, took place in Boston. Of course. Like yeah. And everybody has, uh, everybody. But that one like, had like. Boston has a Kennedy accent in this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is a total weird like mid- like I mid- like when I first saw a Quiz Show, I was like throwing shit at the screen every time Rob Rob Morrow opened his mouth. <laughs> what the like, fuck is that? You're not a Kennedy. That's not an accident. Yeah, yeah, and that was the thing I liked about this is it felt like like and just like the people felt like like oh I know those people. Yeah, yeah, I know those. You know the whole the whole attitude of like what do you think you're better than right. me? <laughs> you know. Like, which I think should be the state motto, you know? What do you think? You're better than me? Um, you know, that and uh, the fighter I thought captured. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes there are, you know, good accents. I always point to, you know, not a great movie and not across the board great accent work, but John Hawks and Rusty yeah. Schwimmer in The Perfect Storm. They both oh, have yeah, really yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. Gloucester accent. Yeah. And I didn't even mean just yeah. the accent. I just meant the feel of the movie. Like if like, cause it was shot in South, you know, and it just had that like feel like these people felt like, Oh yeah, no, that, that feels like Boston, like that chip on your shoulder. That you know, Yeah. Perfect storm. Yeah. is weird. It's one of those weird movies. It's kind of like saving private Ryan where it's like, well, no one made it back. So how do you know what happened on that? <laughs> like you were there. You, you just did a make up. You did a like, make up. 
Yeah, <laughs> like we maybe we could get them off the docks, but after uh, that, how long do you think before they make you know? uh, the disaster movie about the the Titan or whatever it's called? I mean, oh, they'll yeah, do that, yeah. right? It's just how yeah, long do you either. wait? I I gotta think. I gotta think they will, especially because you know there are yeah. people on it, so they all people love to, people love to you know to to pay homage <laughs> to the rich. <laughs> I feel bad for the kid. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, but it's yeah. like it's um, like he died because his yeah, dad that, is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and because, because he, he couldn't stand up to his dad. That's so sad. Yeah, yeah. So I, but they'll definitely make a movie of that, and it's going to be weird. And just what, is it just going to be them sitting there? <laughs> well, nobody knows exactly what happens. Get so they can they can have them attacked by orcas. They could do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like there should yeah, be some aliens not? in it. Why not? Like at the bottom of the sea. Like, oh, they were, <laughs> oh we found the aliens. And then we knew too much. <laughs> and there's an alien and crushed, crushed the sub. The alien, the alien crush ray. <laughs> Sorry. We shouldn't be laughing. I would, I would, yeah, I I would watch that movie. Oh, we don't get – I mean I'm a huge disaster movie fan. Like I love disaster movies yes. and they just don't make enough of them. No, no. Um, we, we just watched uh, Roller Coaster the other night, which is – said it's it's kind of sold as a disaster movie, but it's uh, well, really – have I, you ever seen it? Broke up. What, what's the movie? Oh, I'm sorry. Ro- oh, roller yeah, Coaster. Roller Coaster. It's like a thr- – it's more uh, of a – it's like speed. It's a thriller. The mad bomber. Exactly. It's a thriller. It totally. It was kind of set up like a like a disaster movie. And the first, you know, the first roller coaster crash yeah. and stuff is pretty great. But but really, it's it's uh, and it's very well done. I, it's I really a fun movie. It. It's great. Uh, you know, it's got some of my favorite stuff: roller coasters, uh, the seventies, and, and, and very young. So I love all right. <laughs> I love all. Yes, yes, very young Helen Hunt and uh, and and Henry Fonda and and just. Henry Fonda and Richard Woodmark just mailing it in. They didn't care. It was great. It was great. Timothy Bottoms was really creepy. It was good. Yeah, that's really so funny. But yeah, but it's like they don't really make they don't make those big. I think that what was the, like one of the last ones. There was that train one. Oh, like Chris the, Pine the, and, with Denzel Washington and uh, Denzel. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, unstoppable. Unstoppable. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think That's that was Tony Scott's like last film before he, uh... and it made me it sad that he right. he yeah. couldn't yeah. deal with his manic depression long enough to get a third train movie with Denzel Washington. I wanted to, I wanted to. Oh, that's right, because he had yeah. Taken a I like Denzel Washington there, right? on trains. That's all. I love trains. Train movies are that. great. There aren't enough train movies either. Yes. Um, I think the no, last. No. The, the last big disaster movie, movie, I think, was Moonfall. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and they did uh, Santa oh, yeah, Reyes, the Rock. Right? And well, and then there was this one's actually yeah. good. I liked Greenland with Gerard Butler. Oh, that's oh, actually a good disaster yeah. movie. Um, you know, Gerard Butler was in a movie that just wasn't a noun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a proper noun. I guess technically yeah. it's just a proper noun. It was just a proper noun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plain. Greenland. <laughs> Plain. Yeah, so we, we need train. train. Now we need train. <laughs> Who cares if Seagal's already done that? We need Butler to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we need a good actor to do it. Do train and get Denzel to make an appearance. A little cameo. I watched that movie. We watched yeah, that movie. Rewatched that movie. Uh, uh, Antoine Fuqua's uh, remake of The Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington. Oh we yeah, watched yeah. That. is it any good? It's a. It's very. It's very fun. Um, and everybody seems to be having you know a great time in this old timey western. And you know it's PG thirteen, but there's a yeah. lot of good shootouts and stuff. Um, uh, you know, it's just a fun kind of old timey Western. I mean, it, there's elements of it that are like, I have questions about, they're not necessarily criticisms, 
but it's you know Denzel Washington's in the who was in the original you who was it Yul Brenner or somebody? Yul Brenner, yeah, Yul yeah, Brenner. So and James who's Cole the Brenner. head of it? I can't remember. It's been so long. That's what I thought. Yul so, Brenner. Yeah, so Yul Brenner's the badass. So Denzel Washington's in the Yul uh, Brenner role, and there's so much. And like Chris Pratt, I think is the most at home he's ever been. Just like he's loves shooting guns, and he's a he's a delightful. Yeah. Uh, funny racist, isn't he funny? <laughs> but in that movie, all the all the poking, you know, the the racial jokes and tensions are all uh, with uh, an Asian guy and a Mexican guy. You know, there's all this racism about about those groups. But at no point in this movie set in yes. the Old West is anybody racist towards Denzel Washington or black people in general. Weird. And I That's was like. Weird. Well, that's just, I mean, yeah. okay, you want to remove racism from the Old West, fine, uh, you know, in fantasy, but why did yeah. you keep some of it? <laughs> I cannot, you know. Right. I'm assuming there was no Asian actors or. Well, there was, there is a, there's a Ethan Hawke. <laughs> oh, well, the ones that yeah, are yeah. the point of the, they yeah, get, yeah, yeah. They get shit from cast. Chris Pratt and other white characters, but nobody fucks with Denzel. I mean, maybe that's it. Like Denzel, yeah. that's what I theorized by the end of the movie. So here's he's such a badass, and uh, and he you know runs this badass team of badasses that like nobody's racist towards black people anymore because he commands so much respect. That was the best theory I could come up with. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My theory probably was uh, Denzel probably no. said yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> You can be racist towards no, them and racist yeah, towards them. Oh, we're, we're yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. Anytime it's a movie, anytime it's an older movie where it's a group of like you know misfits getting together kind of thing, I just assume it's Lee Marvin. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always like Lee Marvin <laughs> in my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Dirty Dozen's awesome. I love. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched that recently uh, for the first time. I I hadn't seen that since I was like a little kid. So it's basically was for the first time. Yeah. I remember. Um, and it was, it was really yeah, great. Right. Yeah. I loved it. He, I used to always get for years. I got him mixed up with. Um, that's fair. That's fair. That James makes sense. Coburn. Coburn's yeah. uh, like a little bit more suave, I think. And Marvin's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, he always does horrible accents <laughs> in his movies. They're the worst, like like Ducky Sucker or Fistful of Dynamite or whatever you want to call it. That Irish accent is terrible. Um, he does he in uh, in Magnificent Seven he does an accent. It's terrible. Yeah, I think the worst does the worst at accents, but he maybe, loves doing it. <laughs> it's like me playing chess. Like I'm horrible, but I love it. Uh, maybe that's what Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> was doing. He was paying homage to Coburn's bad accent work in the remake. Because it just on to me. Because oh, Hill and I are watching it, and we're like, he's doing a bad accent. Why is he talking like that? Right. <laughs> there's, there's like you know, going back to the Boston accent. It's like, look, not everybody has one, and you don't like Vera Famiglia in The Departed. I buy that she moved away, and and she doesn't have the accent anymore. It's okay. We don't. Not everybody needs it. Yeah, you terrible. don't. Don't. Yeah. If you don't do, do it, it well, don't if do you it. are gonna do it. I mean, it's the same thing as like a British accent. You really got to know the yeah. region of England that you're, yes. you're talking about, and they're all, they're all different. And that's the way yeah. Massachusetts is; it's all different. I mean, I had I never had right. I never had it um, outside of phrases yeah, like "wicked awesome" or "wicked pissa." Like I didn't I didn't drop my yeah. R's and stuff. Most of the people in my town didn't. Yeah, no, I had a I had a pretty thick one. Uh, my sister has one. My mom does not, though. So it's weird. It's really weird. Well, my dad didn't because yeah. he was an Air Force uh, brat growing up. So he grew up all over the place. Oh, okay. So my mom had a little one, and she grew up in a, a small town. And it would come out more, you know, if she'd had like a couple glasses of wine or whatever. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. If I get excited or angry or whatever, then that it sneaks out. Even now, because I, I had to train myself out of it. Because when I was on the road doing stand-up, I'd be like in Ohio, you know, at the improv. And I remember, I remember I was working with a comic and, and, and so I do my set and I'm just like, it just, it just, I just, it, 
just was just a bad it was just a cold set like and i'm like this is weird like this is really weird and he goes no one can understand what you're saying <laughs> i was like what do you mean he goes well you speak really fast and you have the accent so you're already on to the punchline they're still trying to process the setup <laughs> and i was like shit you're right because i'm still because i was so used to doing it in boston where it's such right. a machine gun you know, just a blah, blah, blah. you're basically beating down the audience in Boston mm-hmm. with your jokes. Like I'm just going to bludgeon you with jo- with rapid fire jokes because that's the 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 names in Boston. That's mm-hmm. kind of what they did, you know. And, and you kind of learn from that. But yeah, it took me the longest. So then I t- I was like, I should probably try to train myself out of my accent. <laughs> it still sneaks in here and there. Um, people, d- depending on where where people are from, they can always pick it up. I remember once when I was little. We went down to Florida for like Disneyland or whatever to see my grandparents. And um, we're at a restaurant and the the waitress was like, oh, you guys are from Boston. And I was like to my mom, how does she know? She's like, well, our accent. And I was like, I don't have an accent. What are you talking about? It's like young Frankenstein. Hump? What hump? Yes. What hump? What are you talking about? Yeah, I learned that when I do an English accent, um, I do a northern – like like Manchester. like north, That's Because all I do is I take my Boston yep. accent and soften that it. That makes sense. And I'll do that. But it's a very regional. It's very regional. You know, like it, it does not work for like Liverpool. I don't – I mean I generally don't do accents. I mean if I do do one, it requires a lot of work on my part. Um, and I generally yeah. will find yeah. somebody uh, – uh, who has it naturally, whatever the accent is and try to get them to mm-hmm. record my lines. People are nice. Um, and they yeah. do, do th- but I have, to, yes, I've, I've done that for people. I've sentence done that for by people sentence, yeah. uh, you know, phonetically figuring it out or I won't mm-hmm. feel comfortable. And I have to memorize, I have to memorize, memorize it in the accent. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But that can be dangerous though. Cause if you get like a redirect or something, yeah. It's it must be hard to adapt on the fly, like on. Set. Yeah, I mean, I, but I've never. You, that's just you kind of. Well, the other thing is, is I don't look. Okay. I look like an American. I like look like. I would think you look like a like upper class. Upper yeah, class Brit, little foppy, little. I mean, little I foppish. Be, I'm, like, I'm distant <laughs> from Scotland and I Ireland, but I don't. I don't feel like I, I come off as either of those yeah. things. I think I look like I'm from the Midwest. You look very well. Yeah, descended from the I. I mean, everybody in the United States is descended yes. from somewhere, but I'm like the American version. Of yes, I don't yes. look. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have. Well, you have a great. You do have a great, which probably served you really well. Yeah, for parents. sure. Uh, but being like uh, uh, gently yeah. reminiscent of Tom Hanks uh, did not did not hurt. They mm-hmm. got they got Tom Hanks charm yeah. for scale, baby. <laughs> That should be on your business card. I mean, for scale. I I actually I have the opposite where I look mm-hmm. very East Coast. I I am Irish Italian and I have a very East. Most people, well, I I don't think I've ever t- told you the story. I, I was going in for a for an audition. It was a big casting office, um, and they are still around. And uh, I do the audition, and she goes, "That was great." She goes, you're very specific, though. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, you're obviously Jewish. And I said, uh, no, I, I'm actually Irish Italian. And she just went, oh. <laughs> I just scratched. I don't know what she scratched out, what note she had written, like just Jewish across the across the headshot. I don't know if it was a good thing or bad. I have no idea. But it was just she scratched out something. And it was just like not a, not a, a weird thing to say to someone. <laughs> Not a Jew. <laughs> like the Adam Sandler song. Uh, yeah, it just like, it was just, what a weird. That is very strange. It was like, you could have just, yeah, yeah. I, I do get like, no, like if someone's looking for, mid, you know, Midwest, they're not going to catch it. You've I'm got, not, you've I'm got the East Coast vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely think, you know, I get sometimes get those, but generally when I'm in the room, I'm like, everybody here is more. Bostonian than I am. Yeah, yeah. I've oh, seen, if you I'm go like for Boston, around, I was like, 
these guys are more, even if they're not from Boston, <laughs> they, they like have that look. <laughs> yeah. There is a certain look. There yeah. Is a certain, yeah. It does. What is that? How would you describe that look? Is it like just like. I don't know because it's interesting because no uh-uh. one on Cheers has it. No. None of them. None of them. Other than Frazier feels like maybe he did. Yeah, but he just went to Harvard. He didn't. You know, from the Harvard Square. He didn't grow up. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, Well, the character is. Yeah, well, I mean, John Ratzenberger had the accent, I guess. That accent, though, is is kind of, was really cartoony. I did an audition, uh, like, last year. And the character was supposed to, it was for, like, a you know, like a Nickelodeon kind of kids show thing. The character was supposed to be. Uh, was supposed to have a Boston accent, have a thick Boston accent, and, and and they said they wanted an authentic Boston accent, but you know had to be able to sing or whatever. So I sang, had to sing in it, but like sing without the accent, and then go in there. So whatever, and it was a really fun audition, and I had really had a great time doing it. And and I sent to my agent, my agent was like, oh my god, this is really funny, blah blah blah. And the feedback that he got back was, um, oh no no, we want someone with like a real Boston. <laughs> And I was like, that's a real Boston accent. And when they say yeah, that, they want, like, they want cartoons. Yeah, because they, they don't know what a Boston accent is. They don't know what a Boston accent is. Yeah. Like, uh, my, my friend, uh, my friend Sean Fitzgibbon, uh, who's a fantastic actor back in Boston, um, auditioned for The Departed. When it's pronounced The Departed. And uh, <laughs> The Departed. Back in The Departed, going over the packy, going over the liquor store, go to the stop and shop. Um, <laughs> go over to Han Pond. There's a pond in my t- in Woburn called it's H O R N Pond. Pond. Horn Pond. For my entire life, I thought it was Han Pond, and when I saw it spelled out, I was like, "Why is it spelled like that? I don't understand that." Horn. No, it's Han Pond. Han Pond. That's it. Han Pond. Han Pond. Um, but yeah, so my friend Sean Fitzgibbon, who grew up in Southie. Like literally on like one of the lettered streets, audition for The Departed, and they said, "You're not Boston enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we need like a Vera yeah, Flavia yeah, kind yeah. Of Boston, Boston, Boston by way of can you give, us, can you give us an authentic Boston like that? Shit about Boston. <laughs> you know my fa- you know I think my favorite so yeah, bad Boston accent movie. Um, and I thought The Departed was real hit or miss with the Boston accent. Um, but yeah. uh, where it's across the board where everybody's trying to do Boston accents and nobody's getting it right uh, is uh, Blown Away. Oh, yeah. Blown Away is one of the ones I thought of as like with – because that yeah, was like yeah. filmed in Toronto too, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like there's nothing Boston no. about that no. movie whatsoever. Uh, yeah. And, I, and Jeff Bridges – like I realize, he's a guy who is from Ireland, you know, and he moved to the United States and became, yeah. you know, a bomb cop or whatever to get away from his IRA past. So he was an Irish person who'd been living in Boston for a while. So I guess he had a Bostonian yeah. accent with an Irish maybe lilt to it. But, what, yeah. but whatever it is, yeah, like, I don't understand one. it. I'm like, I've never, I've never heard anyone <laughs> talk like this. I don't. I, and Jeff Bridges is one of my favorite actors of all time. But like, he is oh, one of those well, guys yes, where I'm like, yes. maybe don't do the accents. Like once, you know, once he lost yeah. part of his tongue and he's doing his Southern thing all the time, I'm like, oh, okay, that's all right. You yeah. know, but, yeah, that fits him. That, yeah, and like, and I love Tom Hanks yeah. too, but I'm not a fan of his accent work. It generally yeah. distracts me uh, from no, no, like the terminal, like just uh, it was good that yeah, and Castaway he had an accent that I was like, yeah, and, and oh, did uh, he? Oh, he had an accent in uh, in uh, uh, Catch Me If You Can too. He did a Boston. Yeah, I didn't see the Elvis movie, there. but I saw the trailers. So I was like, I, I like it when Tom Hanks yeah. doesn't have an accent. No, no, because he is like Americana, right? Well, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's doing them well and I'm just not accepting of it. You know, like George Clooney 
yeah. pointedly said, I'm not doing a fucking accent in Perfect Storm because all it's going to do is distract the audience because they're going to be like, that's fucking George Clooney. Exactly. You know it's George Clooney. You, you don't need to do it. So, right. I mean, I think there's, there is a, there is something to be said that like when you have a star that big, uh, Tom Hanks and George Clooney, that it's like, look, we're already distracted by the fact that we know it's, we're watching Tom right. Hanks and George Clooney, you know, there's a re- there's a reason why I don't feel like Star Wars movies uh, support stunt casting. Like it's much better when yeah. it's like unknown. Yeah, that's actors. true. Or lesser known, at least lesser known actors. Like it's just a it's a weird thing because it's so distracting when you see a name. It's just whoa. That's yeah, that's true. The prequels, the Star Wars prequels, yeah. were yeah. rife with distracting stars. You know, so yeah. And even like a Mandalorian, when they do stunt casting on that and stuff, it's really like, yeah, oh, wow, that's yeah, jarring, yeah. You know? it, you're right. It's it's better when they're unknowns. I mean, I you know, I've I always feel that way about genre films too. It's it's just better when you don't yes. know anybody. Um, yeah, because it it feels like the yeah, threat feels. Yeah, like I mean, unless pressing. you you know you put Drew Barrymore in the beginning of Scream. And spoiler alert, she right, dies right. right away. And then, and then, and then it's right sort of, that's all bets are off. Now it's an all bets are off movie. They just yeah. killed their biggest star. Exactly. It's like, uh, it's yeah, exactly. Psycho. Exactly. You kill. Who is in the movie for a while. Yeah. I always was kind of sold that movie before I saw it as. No, it's like, two like, fucking like, movies. Oh, it's, no, she it's two totally different. The first one's like a funny kind of yeah. screwball comedy, almost like caper film. And then it's like, it's it like, gets I mean, really I think different. that's what yeah. like Robert Rodriguez was paying homage to with from dust till dawn. Every now and then you get like a movie where it's like halfway through yes. it becomes something completely else. I mean, that, Alfred Hitchcock was like, yeah, no, fuck your three act structure. I'm not doing that. I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling two stories. Right. Back to back. I'm telling two stories and the lead actor is going to die. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, um, yeah, I, 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 that, that movie, I, I watched that like at least. Once I just saw Psycho, uh, at, um, uh, at the Walt Disney concert hall. Uh, uh, two, oh, nice. Years. Yeah. With the orchestra yeah. playing along. And it was it. like, yeah, I missed all the kill. Really cool. I mean, I've seen Psycho a million times, so it doesn't matter, but I, I missed all the yeah. kill- killings. Cause you know, when they were doing that, it's like eight rows yeah, yeah, yeah. of violinists just jamming their bows up in the air violently. And I was like, that yeah. is awesome. <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially if you already yeah, seen the movie, it's like, you want to watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love psycho. I love the psycho <laughs> sequels. I'll watch the psycho. Sequels. Oh yeah. 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 I'm not, I don't think. I've oh no, no, I won't watch the remake. That sucked. Uh, I mean, psycho yeah, two. Yeah. Uh, and, and then yeah, Psycho yeah, yeah, and Psycho yeah, Four, the beginning or something, yeah. which I think was a TV movie. Um, but uh, yeah, and Perkins directed either two or three. But anyway, I think two is kind of underrated. It's kind of is two the one where they really focus on his mom. Uh, no, two's the one. If I'm remembering it right. He 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 gets out of the hospital for the criminally insane. Yeah, uh, and he, and he's, right, and right. Yeah, he got that rehabilitating. <laughs> uh, yeah, he never and heard. Den- <laughs> yeah, and Dennis Franz is you yeah. know the cop in the town or something who's convinced this guy's not fucking better. He's still a psycho, so he's harassing yeah. poor Norman Bates, and then Norman Bates befriends. I want to say Meg Tilly. And and then they they sort of have a thing, uh, Meg Tilly and Norman. Um, but I feel like somebody's trying to maybe it's Psycho Three. In one of them, there somebody's trying to push Norman Bates back over the edge, so he's a psycho. But I can't. Yeah, remember. I, I remember the third one had Jeff Fahey. That's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> they were going down the ladder. <laughs> Jeff Fahey would always pop up in like, especially like directed DVD. I, yeah, I, I like his B movie career. It's it's very enviable. Yeah, and I like body parts. Nobody saw yeah. body parts, but that was a good one. 
Oh, I've heard of that. He's yeah, in a terrible like car accident and then he gets <laughs> he gets a, a donor arm. <laughs> Got, yeah, the it's, arm it's, it's, psycho. It's, uh, Psycho's arm gets put on Fahey, and then he's like starting to get all murderous. And he's like, What's going on? Where is this body part from? So he does all this research and he finds all these other people, including Brad yeah. Dorif, who had also got body parts from the psycho, and they're all like losing it and getting murdered. Because that's good science. Uh, there's a lot of good science in those uh, 80s uh, horror pictures. Yeah. Like uh, like Man's Best Friend. That's some good solid science. In that one. And, yeah, yeah. It's and good science. What's another good science movie? Science horror movie. <laughs> there was so oh, many oh, back then. Mon- monkey Shine? Remember? Well, there's, you got, you got the, all, yeah, all I remember, the remember Monkey Shines when they... Yeah. Oh, monkey, monkey! Yeah, 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 yeah. The monkey gets obsessed with his yeah. paraplegic friend. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, and it had the it had the the, the yeah the, yeah, and it had a poem on it. I know the I know the poem by heart because I worked because I worked in a video <laughs> store, and it's uh. Well, I think you need to. Once there was a man whose prison was a chair. The man had a monkey. They made the strangest pair. The monkey ruled the man. It climbed inside his head. And now as fate would have it, one of them is dead. Wow. <laughs> That's tremendous. Yeah, was, was that on the front, front yeah, or that was, was on like, the back? <laughs> you know, you had the monkey with the symbols and above it, above it were these uh, like the tagline. Yeah. I miss video stores. Like you could just go. Box art was like it was a thing. Yeah, and it's like, got like it poster real, art in general, uh, you know, like in the eighties, uh, and like in the nineties yeah. was really awesome. And then something happened when the millennium turned, and they're like, no, now yeah. we're only. It's like when Scream happened, and all posters were just like a couple faces of stars. Right, we're just gonna Photoshop colors, everything. It's like yeah, no it's art. Weird, you, like, you don't get yeah. like what was what was the name Drew who did all the. Yeah, yeah, all the Drew Struzan, uh, Indiana Jones. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did all the like the Indiana Jones and the Star I Wars that. and box art. Was, like so, even like the yeah. shittiest movies had like creative box art. I remember, I remember what there was one. Totally. What the hell was it? It was a terrible horror movie called like Breeders or, or Bleeders or something. And they put like yeah. plastic, like thick plastic, over the front of the box, and inside the plastic was quote unquote blood. That you could mush around. <laughs> like a Rorschach <laughs> test. With it. You could see and then there was, like, I don't know if you ever saw the Frankenhooker VHS box. That had the yes, little yeah, button yeah, yeah, and yeah, if you yeah. pushed it, she said, you want a date? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I miss that stuff. I yeah, and just like wandering the aisles and like just picking that stuff up. There was a great uh, art exhibit in North Hollywood over at the, the, the bearded lady museum mm-hmm. over there, the mystic museum. Um, and they, it's called flashback video. And it was like, it was the whole, they did like a whole exhibit of like, it was just like this, like that's really cool. The 80s. It was really cool. All horror, all horror. But, uh, like, like if I win the lottery, I mean, the truth is I'm just probably going to disappear and no one will ever. See. But yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, also yeah. I have dreams of like because I have this massive physical media collection of just building a video store in my yard and and having having everything <laughs> properly displayed and yeah yeah yes oh I like that yeah I, I mean I see people do it like stuff. you know they turn their basements into blockbusters and I'm like that man I wish I had that kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah. I want to. But the truth is, is if I do have the, I do run into that kind of cash. It. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go to an island somewhere yeah. and just leave me alone. Lock off, everybody. Honestly, if I got, if I won the lottery, I probably wouldn't live my life much different than I do right now. And I would just watch old movies. And yeah. Watch- yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much what I do now. Like really people always talk about retirement. Oh, I can't wait to retire. I'm like, I feel like I'm I'm kind of there now. Like I'm 
I just kind of yeah, I get it. I mean, I just the <laughs> main thing about retirement for me is I, you know, I would like to have enough money where I can sit around and, and watch movies and not worry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Without worrying about the where the yeah, exactly. That, that's the only thing yeah. that would really change. Yeah. No, I don't oh. have to worry. But I feel like I mean, I would travel more. I feel like. Yeah, I would go to Italy and watch old movies and baseball. With George Clooney. <laughs> With George Clooney. George, do that accent. Do, give me something. Give me a little something. Some Jersey something. Just put a little put a little put a little mustard on. <laughs> Sell me some tequila. Oh right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh hey, isn't your show over now? Oh, oh, wow. Well, this show has gone. It's just been such a seamless conversation that sometimes I forget like uh, that I do have to end it. Uh, so I do want to thank, <laughs> I want to thank our very special guest, uh, actor extraordinaire, Todd Anderson, for joining us. Thank you. Um, and tune in next week, next month. We don't know. This show, <laughs> it comes out when it comes out. I I, uh, I have not been appraised of that information. But... <laughs> But definitely check uh, all locations where you can find podcasts uh, and find our bookstores. And I have been John Keating, and thank you very much for joining us today on the Tomcast.